Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, episode 172, Eastbound and Down. Let me get this straight, Bella. You can deliver Dr. D and Joe Max ship. I believe that's what I said. And you think we're going to trust you to send us on a wild goose chase? Now hold on there a minute, Jimbo. Let's hear what she has to say. After all, she just might be telling the truth. What makes you think she's lying? Because her lips are moving. You got that right, Nate. Bella is out for herself, always has been, always will be. Things have changed, James. He has Lord Sokar, and I want him back. Jomak's ship is of no consequence to me. Let me take a wild guess here, Bella. You know where Jomak's ship is because you warned the Doctor that we were coming for Wi-Fi and he took the ship east to that new settlement. Newmark? Isn't that the new boomtown Jaffra and Jimbo were talking about? Yes, it's a mining town. I think I know that place. Back when Cali was an R&R base, there was a training facility to the east. Is this place across the Great Pond and on the coast? Yes. At the base of a mountain range at a fairly high elevation? That's the place. It was a live fire range facility during the Galactic War. There was a military base there. Yes, I recall it was closed several years ago. Is there any kind of facility there that Dr. D could use for his medical experiments? I'll use my IDF database and do a search for it. I don't have that in my files or I'd do that for you. If you do find something, I'd like to download it. You can do that? You can download information and photos to your brain? No, no, not to my brain, but to the memory chip implanted in the biometric matrix. Implanted in my brain. My, James. You have so many hidden talents. Do you have pictures of me? No, thank goodness. Do you want some? Oh, please. Bella, get over yourself. This is why she can't be trusted. She's all about Bella. Okay, I have the info here. Looks like there's an old hotel he could use. All he would need is a generator. He could easily use my ship for that. I say we leave now and catch him before he gets too established. Before we go storming over to this new mark, we need to do a little scouting first. We can't let the doctor see us coming or he'll take off again. Yeah, he's right. Uh, We need to find a secure location to land where we won't be detected. Then we can move into the encampment and do some real recon work. All of this military strategy... You have defensive on board weapons, correct? Yes. I say we go in there with guns blazing. Take my ship and leave. Once I get my crew back, we'll be on our way and you can do all of the bounty hunting you want. That would be crazy. As much as I hate to admit it, I agree with Captain Tam. We go slow and steady. Jeffrey, you're not going to let this Sheila run the show, are you? No, and who is Sheila? Uh, Joe Mac, think about it. Captain Tam is right. If you go charging in there... There's no telling what sort of resistance you'll be up against. These boom towns grow faster than the law. You could start a war. Nate, I want you to print out any schematics you have on this facility. Joe Mac, you and Captain Tam study it for possible entry points and what part of the facility could be useful for research. 
Barnes and I are going to the local cantina to see if we can get any information on Newmark. By the way, where's Gabby? Yeah, she left in quite a huff. I think she's still pretty upset that the doc got the drop on her. I'm going to check on her. I've been concerned that she may be suffering from a little post-traumatic stress. Hey, what about me? Who's gonna check on me? I might have a little stress too. I'm sitting and watching and sitting and watching and sitting and watching. What are you mumbling about? Uh, so exactly how much time do you waste just sitting, waiting for a suspect to make a move? This would drive me crazy if it's all I did. Probably about 95% of a stakeout is sitting and watching. What you have to be careful of is, is getting so bored you miss what you're watching. Well, I can see that. You really can't watch videos on your phone or you might miss something. You'd never catch your boss doing that. Really? Barnes is that much of a professional? No, he doesn't have a smartphone. Oh, that's right. Well, I'd be lost without mine. <laughs> that reminds me of something he once said. Was that, um... Uh, how smartphones make people dumber? No, that's one of his favorite sayings. He said a guy went to the bathroom then started yelling for help. Oh my, what happened? His smartphone died and he had no GPS. He couldn't find his way back to the living room. Ha! You, you had me going there for like uh, a second. Speaking of going, there goes Louie. Right on time. Certainly is walking with a purpose. I'll say. He hasn't eaten since last night. He's going to be a while. Let's make sure he gets out of sight before we go in. Boy, those Hongans can really pack away the food. You know they have two stomachs, right? Can you imagine what a Hongan teenager would do to a home budget? All right, he's clear. Let's go. Well, I'm glad Louie is a punctual eater. This is right when the landlord is expecting us. Ah, yes. You must be the Lanes. Yes, I'm Jim, and this is my wife, Lois. Please, come in. Have a seat over here. You must get teased a lot about your name, Lois. Oh, I do, but I tell people I can assure you I'm definitely not married to Superman. Well, I guess you like hearing that all the time. I just remind them that Superman was a very happy bachelor. So, I understand from our phone conversation that you're looking for a place for your nephew. Uh, yeah, he works in the restaurant business, and Queen's seems like a great place for restaurants. Whatever style of food you want, it's here. Yeah, we live close by in Freeport, so we come here frequently. Well, I couldn't help but notice Crazy Louie coming out as we were coming in. Does he live here? The reason I ask is we'd love to go antique hunting, and Crazy Louie's is always one of our stops. Yes, that was him. Do you know if he closed his business? We've been going by there several days, but the place is closed up. He asked me to keep an eye on his apartment here. Seems he had some business in Baltimore. He plans on reopening soon. Oh, that's wonderful news. We just love his place, and he lives here. Maybe Bobby can get to know him and get some good deals. Now, Lois, that would be imposing. Besides, 
We don't even know if Bobby will get this apartment. Your husband's right there, Mrs. Lane. Louis is a real friendly, outgoing guy, as long as you're in his store to buy something. Outside the store, he's a loner. Very quiet and keeps much to himself. I wouldn't bet much on your nephew making friends. Now, about the apartment. Yeah, let's have a look at it. It's just past 10 a.m. The STIP director will be waiting for you. Once I introduce you to, I'll head up to the power plant and start my investigation. Won't your sudden appearance in the plant look suspicious? There's a small fenced area directly across the street. I can exit there from STIP Central. I can then just walk across the street. Garrett and Sam are leaving by cars and they can pick me up. From there, we'll be following Hank. I'm sure he won't be going anywhere since he's so close to his lunch hour. It's a good thing Sam loaded up on donuts or you'd be on a two-hour lunch break. I'm kind of getting used to his constant complaining about being hungry. He's like a teenage boy. Mr. Gregory is the director. He's been in the system for quite a while. He might be able to come up with some ideas about what Hank and Louie could be planning. Looks like the stiff is ready to transfer. Let's load up. All aboard, kindly step to the rear, mind the door. Who do you think you are, Mr. Conductor, at the Shining Time Station? Captain Richards, so good to see you again. Mr. Gregory, I'd like you to meet Agent Tony Simon and Junior Analyst Jameson. Gentlemen, how do you do? Pleasure, sir. I'm going to leave you three to it. I'm going to make my way up and outside, and I'll see you two back at the station. Let us know if you find something. Hank must have inside information. Will do. I understand you believe our facility is in jeopardy. It is one of the two possible targets we've looked at. The other is an internet hub facility. There is another operative working with our suspect. He's in Queens, New York, and our suspect has been communicating with him. It seems they're targeting STIP transfer points. Interesting. Do you have a feel for why they want to attack us and Queens? Disruption. These two suspects are Hongan mercenaries who specialize in domestic terrorism. We think they are working for one Henrik von Longer. He tried to destroy a local stip unit before being arrested in Baltimore. Shortly thereafter, his grandson was captured trying to destroy a dummy stip. Dummy stip? Yes, sir. Operatives from the Baltimore IDF set up a sting and captured him. Both he and his grandfather are now in a Maryland prison. And we have intercepted phone calls that were coded. I see. And you have decoded these calls? Yes, we believe we have. We're not certain of the timeline, but it could be very soon. We do have a Hongan working for us. You're kidding me. A Hongan on our side? It's a long story, but yes, he works for us. He was able to gain the trust of our suspect and discovered that the public would be totally unaware of their actions. Since the Internet Hub's destruction would cause a great impact on the public, we wrote that off as a possible target? 
What made it one in the first place? We trailed him all around northwest Houston. He spent quite a long time in the complex that houses the internet hub. He seemed to be very thorough in his reconnaissance of that area. But then we followed him to the power plant. So he actually came here? Why the power plant? Access from there to here is very limited. That is why Captain Richards is on her way up there. Since it's limited and only known by a few, the question remains, how did he know it led to here? A rage mall. That's what we're thinking. Someone had to pass that information along to him. Tell me, Mr. Gregory, if someone were to destroy this facility, what would be the best method to do it? Keeping in mind that our suspect told our Ongan friend that it would go unnoticed. We're pretty deep here, so even a powerful bomb would likely go unnoticed. If it's a strong blast, the geology department at the university might detect seismic activity. And what would be the best way to deliver the package? Another step. They could plant a bomb with a timing device and send it here. <sighs> of course, it all makes sense now. What makes sense, sir? The whole case started when our two Hongans called Agent Barnes's client. Oh, now, what was her name? I believe it was Claire, sir. Yes, Claire. Claire, yes. They called Claire and threatened her because she had pictures of them checking out a couple of stiff units. One in Annapolis and one in Baltimore. Yeah, I see. Perhaps they were going to use them to send a bomb to Martin State. I believe they aborted that mission after their meeting with Claire at the restaurant. If that's the case, we will put all stip locations under high alert and surveillance. If they try something, we can catch them at it. It's nothing for us to divert a stip to a remote location. My guess would be that he's using something in the northwest part of Houston, since that is where he spends most of his time. As you know, Jameson, I'm not one for guessing. However, I think your guess here has some merit. I'll make sure that our units in the Northwest are kept under surveillance. I think that's a good plan. Well, Mr. Gregory, it was a pleasure meeting you. If you hear of any suspicious activity, please contact Captain Richards right away. I certainly will. And you do the same for me. Come on, Jameson. We'd better get back. It's almost lunchtime. I don't imagine that those donuts curbed Sam's appetite at all. I can't believe I'm doing this again. What? Going to a bar in the middle of the day? Searching for information from the local patrons. I did this on Titan 4. <laughs> You'll find quite a cast of characters in a place like this. It feels like I'm right back there. I believe I've heard Tam use the expression deja vu all over again. <laughs> yeah, it's a typical yogiism. Oh, is he one of your ancient philosophers? Yeah, you can sort of say that. Deja vu's from a language we call French. It means seen already. It's what you say when you experience something you think you've already done. Then all over again would be redundant. Yep. That's Yogi for you. A strange philosopher indeed. Well, here we go. All over again. You're right about a cast of characters. Where do we start? That one, the man sitting alone in the corner booth. Any particular reason? I saw him leaving a ship that was moored next to us when we arrived. It looked like a cargo ship. Let's give him a try. 
Excuse me, kind sir, but uh, do you belong to the cargo ship, Dr. Deco 5? Who's asking, and what business is it of yours? I'm Jaffer, this is Barnes. We're seeking information about a settlement across the big waters to the east. Newmark? What about it? Can we join you? The next round is on us. Well, that's an offer I can't refuse. Sit down. Thanks, man. We, we appreciate this very much. So what's so fascinating about Newmark? You guys prospecting, hoping to get rich quick? No, we're looking for a man who fled there yesterday. He's a doctor. Would you happen to know if there's a large medical facility there? Fled, like in ran away from the law? But wait, are you two feds? Don't worry, friend. We're not the law. I'm a bounty hunter, and Barnes here has great tracking skills. We only want to find the doctor. He broke out the former leader of rage from a confinement facility. He's quite dangerous, and I intend to find them both. Rage? Listen, I want nothing to do with rage. The last thing I need is to have them after me. You got nothing to worry about, believe me. Both former leaders are out of the picture, and rage is totally disorganized right now. We're only asking for information about Numar. First, tell me why this doctor is so important. Is it just because he broke the Rage Leader out of prison? The Rage Leader's name is Zokar, and he was actually on a penal colony moon. This doctor wants to use Zokar's biological implants for controlling electronic devices. So, this Zokar character would be a living malware? Exactly. Not only could he use it to interfere with all wireless transmissions, but he could reverse engineer the hardware and implant it into a multitude of criminal elements. Creating a race of wireless hackers who could destroy any computer system without the use of an infected file. In time, he could control the economy, politics, banking, whatever, of the Federation. To start, he needs a medical facility that safely removes Zokar's biometric hardware. Then, a facility to reverse engineer it. Interesting. Sounds like this doctor is quite the entrepreneur. I've been to Newmark a few times. It's pretty wild there, but as long as you're not prospecting, you should be okay. I would, however, caution you about announcing your bounty hunters. There are a lot of unsavory characters there, most running from the law. I'm quite familiar with that scenario. I've done it before. Now, is there a medical facility there? I made a delivery of medical supplies once, but it wasn't what looked like a hospital. Well, what did it look like? An old hotel. You know, the kind rich people go to just to sit around and do nothing? It's part of an old R&R system used here on Cali during the war. That confirms our original suspicion. Thank you, you've been very helpful. Well, well, I'm surprised to see you two here. Yeah, well, why am I not surprised to see you here? Are you going to introduce me to the lady? I would if there was one here. Why, James, that's kind of rude. What are you doing here, Bella? I assume for the same thing you two are. I'm gathering information on Newmark. Wait, are you bounty hunters too? Bella here was Zokar's leading lady. I wouldn't trust her on anything she says. Sounds like you two have history. Wait, are you three working together? Not by choice. She wants the rescue Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi? That's what we call Zokar due to his ability to manipulate Wi-Fi signals. As I was saying, she wants the rescue Wi-Fi and we want the doctor. But if Zokar or Wi-Fi escaped, you'd want him too, right? I'm sure they do, but I have information they need. 
Information I'm withholding until I secure Lord Zokar's release. Interesting. What is this information? We rescue the ship's captain. Bella here and the doctor hijacked his vessel in Boldibar and she knows where it is. Joe Mack? Yeah, how did you know? I met him yesterday. He came to our ship asking if we had seen his freighter. Said he was hijacked. This is getting really interesting. Pull up a seat, beautiful, and tell me more. Well, at least there's one gentleman in the house. Thanks for the information. Enjoy a few rounds on us. Thanks. Will you join me, Bella? I could use a drink. Use is the operative word, friend. Be careful, or your pockets will be empty before you know it. I'll see you back at the ship, James. Oh, joy, I can't wait. Can we just take off for Newmark now and leave her? Unfortunately, as much as I would like to, we need her. Ah, there's my two lovebirds. Oh, please, don't even go there. Yeah, you got that right. A couple more days of this and I'm going to have to go fishing or something. Oh, really? Well, you go fishing, and maybe I can get some shopping in. See what I mean? You two play husband and wife for two days, and you're already bickering like an old married couple. So what'd you learn? That Louie is very punctual when it comes to mealtime. Yeah, he was right on schedule. We met with the landlord. Seems that Louie had him hold his apartment while he was away in Baltimore. Hold his apartment? While he was living in Baltimore, running another pawn shop, this is Queens. Even if he paid in advance, a landlord might be hesitant to let an apartment sit idle for that long. With this guy's past, I'm beginning to feel that he's part of this whole operation. Well, he wasn't very forthcoming with details on Louie. He did, though, sound as if he was quite familiar with him on a personal level. Which was interesting since he said Louie was a loner and didn't make friends easily. He knew Louie left for lunch at 11. Which is impressive to remember because there are several tenants in the building. He seems to take special interest in him. We're going to continue surveillance on the landlord. I think he knows much more than he could tell you guys. What did you tell him about the apartment? Oh, that we're looking for our nephew. We also told him that we often visited Crazy Louie's and were wondering if it was going to be open again. That gave us an excuse to ask questions about him. Has there been any development on Hank from the Houston crew? Only that Agent Simon and his assistant were meeting with the STIP director to warn them about a possible breach. Captain Richards is meeting with the power plant manager to see if she can isolate someone who might be working with our two suspects. Both cases so far consist of nothing but speculation. If this were a civil case, we couldn't even go to court with what we have. That's true. We couldn't even get them on a jaywalking charge. But I'm confident that they're going to make a mistake sooner or later. Maybe we could get them on excessive eating. I don't know about Houston, but here in Queens, Louise is single-handedly keeping restaurants in the green. Speaking of which, his phone has just gone active. Well, maybe we'll get something we can use, unless he's ordering a pizza. No, it's an incoming call from Hank. Close the door. Yeah, what do you got for me? I hate to bother you. I know this is your lunch hour. Ah, no problem. I'm just now leaving Verendic House. Lewis, what have I told you about involving civilians in our business dealings? Hey, relax. It's not someone's house. It's my favorite Ukrainian restaurant. They make the best halopchi you could ever imagine. And the kielbasa? 
fresh every day. Pierogies, oh my goodness. There are like four or five little old ladies. They sit in the back of the store all day. They cut out the dough. They stuff it full of potato. And they pinch the ends tight with their little fingers. Throw it in boiling water. Can't be beat. Oh, now, now, I'm on my way to a great little pizzeria. So what's up? Isn't it close to your meal time? Yes, I'll be starting soon. I envy you. This Queens you're in is well known for a wide variety of food. But I digress. I received a message from Uncle. Ah, don't tell me. He wants me back in Baltimore. No, your dining schedule is safe. You'll be staying there for now. For now? Please don't tell me that the welcome mat has moved again. As of right now, we are still holding to our original plan. I think I have found Nephew a place here in Houston. So, I take it that the original place was, uh, insufficient? Totally. I took a second look, and there just wasn't enough there for him to thrive on. So, we have finally settled on a place. It has been approved. Uncle is pleased. We shall proceed as planned. I see, but what was so important that you needed to call me during my mealtime? Man's gotta eat. Our welcome mat may not be big enough. What is the meaning of the welcome mat, and why must it be bigger? Will the crew be successful in their search for the doctor? Will Richards find out anything that will answer the question, what is the Hongan's mission? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Big Trouble in Little Newmark. say he's a force. Not of nature, but of something more primal than that. He's the acid taste of vengeance you can't quite swallow down in a town that's besieged by fear, an unbreathed regret. Others say he was a man who wouldn't rest until all the pain in the world was fed back to those who minded out of others. He's only known by one name, from county to county, in the hours past dawn, and in the haze-filled air, you'll see him walking towards you if you keep secrets, if you harm folks. He's the drifter, and he won't stop. Till sorrow's end. A weird western series from Jeffrey Billard starring The Drifter. From Audio Groovecats and the Amigo Collective. Coming 2023 only on Mutual with Episode 1 Before a Wind. (laughs) 